Welcome to Coffee Break with Sharp Best Health. Every week, we sip on a strong new blend of practical tips, information, and education to help you optimize your health, body, and mind. Your hosts are Janice, Emily, Megan, and Olga. Your break starts now. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of A Coffee Break with Sharp Best Health. I'm Emily, and I will be your host today. So today we're diving into part two of our mental health series in collaboration with Sharp Mesa Vista. If you haven't already checked out the first episode in this series, make sure to listen to season five, episode two, entitled Let's Talk About It. So with the holiday season just around this corner, this time of year can bring feelings of good tidings and cheer. However, it can also bring stress and difficult emotions. Sharp Mesa Vista clinical program developer Dara Schwartz joins me to talk about maintaining your emotional and mental well-being during the holidays. So welcome, Dara. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Emily, for having me. I'm so happy to be here. So before we get started, would you mind telling listeners just a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, so I am a licensed clinical psychologist. I have worked for Sharp Mesa Vista for over 10 years now. I currently work for our outpatient programs where we have a range of programs that treat everything from depression to anxiety, eating disorders, addiction, substance abuse, uh, and we have programs for children to older adults. Um, I myself have an expertise in program development, as you said. Um, also, my training is in geriatric psychology. Hmm. I lecture in the community on topics like dementia, caregiver stress, women and self-esteem, and topics like we're going to talk about today, battling the holiday blues. That's great. Thank you for sharing. Sure. So in terms of holiday stress, why is it important to manage your mental health during the holidays? Um, and like you mentioned, holiday blues, is that something that's common? Sure. So first I should say it's important to um, manage your mental health all year long, right? You'd never go to a doctor and they'd say, only take care of your blood sugar in February or right. your heart in September. So we at Mesa Vista really want people to be kind of knowing the signs and symptoms of mental distress and mental wellness mm -hmm. all year long. Uh, but that being said, you know, the holidays can be um, a particularly challenging time, and I'm sure we'll, we'll talk more about it. There is some research out there um, that actually says that people who do have a mental illness, so if they do have depression or anxiety, that actually can exacerbate during the holidays, so we, those people really need to be kind of watching right. um, for that. And people that don't have a mental illness still report increased stress, family stress, financial stress, even workplace stress goes up during the holiday months of November, December, and early January. That makes sense. There's a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure there's a lot more triggers just in terms of, like you mentioned, there are so many different things happening at one time. So... That makes sense. So what are some of these factors that can bring on holiday stress, anxiety, and depression? Oh, there's a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Off the top of my head, commercialism for sure, right? Mm -hmm. We are inundated with pressures to buy, to decorate, right? To <laughs> have the right lights, the pretty house, to go to the right parties. Um, social media adds to that, right? You just a lot see of pressure. A lot of pressure. Yeah. 
yeah, you just see those pictures of those perfect little families and their matching sweaters, right? <laughs> <laughs> so there's that commercialism pressure. Um, we're busy. We're busier mm-hmm. during this time of year. We're overcommitted. We have lots to go on. You might have travel plans lined up, and that might be exciting, but then you're trying to fit everything in before the travel plans come up. Right. Right. Then travel in and of itself is stressful. Mm-hmm. Traveling with kids can be torture. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you have that element. There's also something called temptations during the holidays. Right? Yeah. What What are those? You mean all the all the holiday treats? The that, treats that don't ever stop. The treats that come in chocolate and liquid form. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure across Sharp, and I know here at Mesa Vista, you go into any break room during mm-hmm. the holiday. And there's gift baskets and chocolates and somebody's made cookies. And so there's all of that. And then at parties, there's more alcohol around, right? So all of those things, those temptations can be high. And if you're trying to abstain or even just restrain from Mm -hmm. those things, that can be really high. Yeah. So so that's tough. Yeah. Uh, And then I would say something that's really hard during the holidays is what I call like nostalgia. Hmm. Right, that wistfulness mm-hmm. for holidays gone by, for people who used to be here, who are no longer here, um, for places you used to be, ways you used to celebrate. Our, the holidays can pull our minds a lot to the past, right? Um, and that can be very tough, uh, and also loneliness. Yeah, right. That loneliness can really kind of spike if your loved one is not here, or your children are now across the country. Um, or there used to be, you know, a full house and lots of aunts and uncles and kids around, and now it's, you know, you and a turkey and maybe a friend, right? So it's right. A, it's really about making the best of a holiday that you have in front of you and not mm-hmm. that kind of wistfulness right. for the holidays of yesteryear. Yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot that I think, as you mentioned, it sort of interplays with each other. So thank you for kind of deep diving on what some of these factors are. Are there any signs or symptoms that are common that one would experience if they're, if they are experiencing some sort of the holiday blues or stress or are there certain things to be looking out for? Yeah, I think, I think there are definitely things to look out for. And I, I want to say that in general, any one of these things doesn't mean that you have the holiday blues. It can be kind of a cluster of these things. But, you know, like we just said, loneliness for sure. Yeah. Don't underestimate that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, it can really trigger later a depression. Mm-hmm. Um, so loneliness, but also increased um, problems with sleep. You know, you find yourself up at 2 or 3 a.m. thinking about all the things that you need to do for the holidays or missing who's not here, or maybe you can't even figure out why you can't sleep. Yeah. Increased irritability. You find yourself a little bit more snappy (laughs) than usual, a little bit more moody. Um, You know, maybe you're someone who holds all of your stress in your tummy, so you're having more gastro distress or stomach problems. Um, Changes in eating, for sure. Be on the lookout for that. Eating more or eating less. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of depends on your persuasion. 
taking on too much, saying yes to everything, yeah. right? I'll host the holidays. Yeah. I'll do this. I'll run the white elephant. Mm-hmm. I'll, and then be on the lookout for those secret thoughts of resentment, yes. right? So I'm saying yes, but I'm secretly wishing that everyone else would do more. Right. And I think that it's hard because <laughs> it seems like, I don't know, you, there, you, you mentioned earlier, you just the pressure of it, of the holidays and feeling like, I have to get all of this packed in in this month or two. So, you, yeah. at least for myself, I definitely uh, resonate with that of just wanting to be involved and take on a lot. And then before you know it, it's like your calendar is full yeah. before the end of October. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's really fascinating because it really doesn't matter what religious affiliation you are, right? It's right. really become the holidays are, you know, a very Western American concept. So Mm -hmm. whether it's Christmas or Thanksgiving or Kwanzaa or Hanukkah or New Year's, or even if you don't celebrate any of those, right? Right. The pressures of the holiday season, that it should be amazing, that Mm -hmm. it should be great, right? All of those shoulds, when we should ourselves, it's just as bad as you think it is, right? So we were just talking about that with the cognitive distortions and shitting and musting and yes. the power they can have over us. <laughs> yeah, our thoughts are really powerful during the holidays. Mm-hmm. What we tell ourselves, you know, we should or we shouldn't be doing. I was talking with another psychologist here, Lynn Northrup, and we were saying that Charles Dickens' famous A Christmas Carol really is about the power of thoughts yes. and the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you think of that character, Ebenezer Scrooge, right, he, bah humbug, right, <laughs> and what are the holidays but a time for terribleness, right, and he thinks, you know, it's just a terrible time and commercial and he doesn't like people and he has all these very negative thoughts, and then as he's visited by those ghosts, right, mm-hmm. of Christmas past and present and future, his thoughts start to change, Right. right, it's actually a shift in thoughts, and he starts to say, instead of focusing on all the terribleness and only seeing the bad, I'm going to think, you know, what joy and merriment could be, and how mm-hmm. I'm going to help this tiny Tim and be there. So your thoughts are powerful 365 days of the year, but for sure, during the holidays, they can they can trigger us. Yes, definitely, that is huge. So in terms of maintaining. Like you said, maintaining your mental wellness all year long is important, but what tips can you provide for maintaining your mental wellness during the holidays? Are there any effective coping strategies or things that, you know, our listeners can do to help increase their mental wellness during this time? Yeah, I think, listen, it's it's the same tips that we provide during any stressful time, like you said, but... You know, for sure, we want people to pace themselves. You know, as as healthcare professionals, we are experts at caring for others, mm-hmm. right? And we need to turn that expertise inward. Yes. Right? And really use that same skill, what you would say to a patient, what you would say to a caregiver. Take those same words and turn them inward, right? Mm-hmm. Pace yourself. You don't have to say yes to everything. You can right? accept help. You can accept help, for sure. <laughs> you can say no. Yeah. You know, oh, that's what? Right, right? You can be like, I'm not going to go to that part. Yeah. I'm not going to, you know, run this event. Um, we don't need to put all of our energy into one day. Yes. 
right? We have all of these days that we need to spread ourselves between, you know, know your reserves, know what you're capable of, um, and really pace yourself. And, you know, one thing that we really like to talk about here at Mesa Vista is really take time to connect with the present. Hmm. Like I said before, the holidays can bring us a lot to the past. We can think a lot about holidays of yesteryear, what's, what's happened, and they can bring us to the future, right? Yeah. We can think about what do I need to do and what do I need to buy and who am mm -hmm. I going to see and what am I going to receive and who's going to be there and how am I going to be with Uncle Charlie at the table? And mm -hmm. it's all these future thoughts. Planning for the future. And planning and worrying right. about the right. future. And really, you know, there's that saying, yesterday is, a his is history, tomorrow's a mystery, today is a gift. That's mm -hmm. why we call it the present, mm -hmm. right? And that is a very kind of apropos way of thinking at this time of year, right? The present is the present, right? right. So find ways to ground yourself in right now. What are you thankful for today, mm. right? What are you experiencing today? If you have trouble doing that, use your senses. Your senses are always connected to right now, what you are mm -hmm. smelling, what you are seeing, what you are hearing, what you are touching, go outside, watch those clouds like when you were a kid and you'd stare up at the clouds and you'd be like it looks like a poodle <laughs> yeah like a, you, you right? notice the details right and you notice and it slows you down it does slow you down that's that's exactly uh mindfulness yeah right is absolutely just simply stopping for a moment to be aware of your surroundings yeah so anything like that that can connect you to the present and slow you down i think really can help with the holiday blues and navigating holiday stress. I think also I would ask people to take a moment or many moments and connect with what do the holidays mean to you? Mm -hmm. What is Thanksgiving to you? What is New Year's Day and saying goodbye to the past year to you? What does that mean to you? Connecting with our values and what something yeah. means to us. And then, and here's, the tougher part, saying, am I behaving in a way, am I living in a way that connects me to the meaning of that holiday? Right. Right? That's so true, because it's easy to lose sight of that. Yeah, especially, especially with, right, yeah, with all these distractions, <laughs> and it reminds me of a conversation when my husband and I were first married, and we were <laughs> navigating splitting Christmases, and Thanksgiving <laughs> with family and all, you know, all, everything that comes with that in a conversation we had and, and it sort of ended with what is important to us in holidays. And it was to be together, to yeah. be together and spend time with family. And I think that taking a moment to identify that made it have, you know, a little bit of a better mindset of everything else is just extra. Yeah. It's, icing. It's, it's not icing the on the cake. Yeah. <laughs> but at the end of the day, we get to spend time together, we get to spend time with family, and then everything else is just is just icing on the cake, like you said. Yeah, and I think that that's, my husband and I, we celebrate Hanukkah and Christmas, so there's lots of discussions about <laughs> which holiday they should get the bigger present on, and because we want them to love them both, right? right. And there's, it's very stressful. Um, but we had a similar conversation, and, you know, at the root of it was, I want them to know magic. Hmm. You know, I want them to have that feeling that anything's possible, that they are loved, that something that they don't understand that's bigger than them can bring them joy and peace. That's what I want for them. So once we could, like, get to that, 
then it wasn't about did they get the bike on the first night of Hanukkah or on Christmas morning, right? right? It was about right. how do we infuse that feeling mm. of bigger than them and magicalness, right? <laughs> you know, throughout both of those holidays. Yes, that's yeah, yeah. so 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 important. Uh, a few more things before I forget, but you know, in terms of things you can do to navigate limit your drinking. I mean, I can't, you know, you hear that all the time, but there's so many temptations and the reality is drinking can make us more depressed. So if you're already prone to feeling the blues, mm-hmm. um, you think that reaching for that, you know, sparkly, you know, cranberry cocktail at the Christmas party will make you feel better, but it actually can just exacerbate that yeah. sadness and right. loneliness. Um, that you're feeling. Hmm. So I'd be remiss if I didn't add that in there. <laughs> no, that's a great tip. And like you said, like you said, you, it seems intuitive. Well, if it will make me feel better, but it's all in the short term, right? In the long term, it just can make the issue worse. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. So if someone is struggling with some of these feelings during the holidays, mm-hmm. or they have friends or family members who are struggling, how can you help either yourself or some, a loved one through this? Mm-hmm. It's a good question. You know, first, there's a difference between the holiday blues, depression, and what we call seasonal affective disorder. Um, and the holiday blues typically go away after the holidays. If they last past the holidays, um, then I would definitely encourage, if not implore, you or your loved one to talk to a mental health provider, to call Sherrod Mesa Vista. We are open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Talk to your physician mm-hmm. um, to see if it's something else. Sure. Because that really does need to be treated most often with some form of combination of therapy and medication. Um, that being said, if it really is the holiday blues, um, share what you've learned. Share these resources. Talk about it. The best thing that we don't talk about this mm-hmm. stuff. We... We're all living in this world of, you know, swipes and clicks and pretty pictures, but underneath that swipe and that click and that pretty picture is what unites us, which is overwhelm and chaos and a little bit of frustration and that we all want to be the best us we can be. And Mm -hmm. we all want to have a happy, beautiful holiday season, but at the same time, there is sadness and there are memories Mm -hmm. and, you know, where we can do our best work is when we share in that humanity and we share the joy along with the sadness. So I think normalizing it, talking about it, um, asking direct questions. How are you doing right now? Mm. Are you okay? I know that you lost this person during this time of year. Mm -hmm. What do you need from me? Yeah. And giving somebody that space to do that. Yeah. So I think it's hard to, you don't want to be that person who during what's supposed to be a, a time of joy and excitement, it can be hard to bring these things up and how helpful it is, at least in my own experience, when somebody asks you direct questions and opens up the space to, yeah. you know, really share what, what's going on. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I think even as you just said, Emily, it's like, what's supposed to be, right? Mm-hmm. What's supposed to be a joyous time. We tell ourselves that, right? Like the holidays are su- supposed to be. And then the, the contrast to that is if I'm not feeling joy and merriment, then 
I'm not happy, then something's wrong with me, then I'm not as happy as the person next to me or in this Instagram post. Right. And there's a lot of space in between those things. Yes. And it's okay to feel all the feelings. Mm -hmm. You are a complex human. We have a brain with a whole region of emotion so that we are all capable of feeling joy and excitement and loneliness and sadness within a span of minutes, seconds. So understanding that, normalizing that, asking those direct questions. I think what do you need from me is a really powerful question that we don't ask our loved ones enough. Mm. Um, and and your capacity to fill that need is bigger than you think. Yeah. Um, so with, with just listening. Right. Just being a listening ear yeah. is so helpful. For sure. All right. Well, thank you so much, Dara, and thank you for being here today and for all this wonderful information and tips that you shared about mental health during the holidays. It's my pleasure. Um, For those of you who are sharp listeners, I'm in the Outlook system. Feel free to email me anytime with any questions. Thank you, Dara. So we hope you enjoyed today's episode and took away some ideas for how to prepare mentally and emotionally as we go into this busy time of the year. Stay tuned for part three of this series where we will be discussing anxiety, what it is, and what you can do about it. As always, we would love to hear from you. Um, If you have any questions or suggestions for future episodes, simply email sharpbesthealth at sharp.com or find our contact information in the show notes. Thank you for listening. Bye. Download this episode and find more great information on health and wellness by visiting Sharp Best Health on Sharpnet.com.